Hi, I'm homosexual Brian Safi. And I'm feminasty Aaron Gibson. And this is attitudes. Gender issues. LGBT plus issues. Pop culture. Substack Nation. Okay, can you handle it? That means. I certainly don't because, but I'll tell you this: I saw Paul F. Tompkins this weekend, and he told me in your that, home. No, I did an improv. Lauren Lapkus invited uh, me to do an improv show at Dynasty Typewriter with her and Paul and um, Colton Dunn and Lily Sullivan and Echo Kellum. It was really fun. And Paul said he was on Substack, and then the others were sort of making fun of him for it. And I was like. <laughs> Oh, I get, yep, I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it, I get it. And I don't know what it is. Do you? Um, I think it's like Reddit, but it's like you pay people, people can pay you to like read your stuff. Oh, like a publisher? It's basically like Random House. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like you have an editor and she has like tortoiseshell glasses and a sensible heel. Yes. And she wears like below the knee skirts. See, and Amy just said it's like blogger.com. You're expecting me to know what that is. I don't know any it's of It's just things. you write, you write, you write, you do your funny things, you do ha-ha-has, and then people pay you for your work as you should be paid for the work that you put out. Speaking of today, so should we say who we have here today? No, not yet, because I have one more thing to say. No, our lady attorneys. Of course, of course our lady... Oh, yes, we should tell the audience our lady attorneys are here Uh Every month they come for a live episode and then we answer their questions with a Q&A at the end, which is fabulous. Is Substack like NFT? Sort of. In that like, NF- if you're doing NFT art, you're selling, li- you're licensing your work basically, right? Oh. Well, I did. Um, it's basically Patreon, but you can all, it's, it's, it's kind of like Patreon. I did. Uh, you did a Substack. No. Well, yeah, but I'm going to because I didn't know there was money. <laughs> My parents have been in town this weekend. And as everyone knows, it has been an absolute rainstorm here. Blizzard on earth. Did it and snow in your condo? It didn't, but it snowed at the Hollywood sign, which I sleep there anyway. You know what I mean? Because I just Well, I your parents are in town. Yeah. You yeah. snuggle up right in that O. <laughs> I sleep right in that O, honey. Just like Madonna. Who never did that, but I just, okay. But she I don't, would. I, she but would. she would. She sure would. Especially when she was starting out, I could see her sleeping mm-hmm. in that out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, I, I absolutely. I see it in my mind's eye. So I went on a little science adventure. Because <laughs> you know how much I appreciate science. Yeah, this is, it's definitely your, yeah. You went to Griffith? I went to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Oh, sure. I went in with the sciences. We developed Museum. film. Well, you're not going to believe it. When I went there, you go through a hall and it says everything that you need to make a movie. It describes what actors are. Okay. It describes what a director is. It does not. It does not not say what an actor is. I wish I were joking. It describes. It's like our number one export. It's like the only thing America does is media. (laughs) I don't think anyone needs to be. That's why we're still on the map is pop culture. (laughs) We've got nothing else going for us. Not to mention every other country makes them. (laughs) you'll never guess we have people stand in front of a camera and say lines that's right but it was and they had a full thing on a whole exhibition on that movie father god that was really incredible what's the movie father god 
the one like Marlon Brando sits behind a thing and it's like, Oh yeah. Cottonball mouth. Yeah. 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 Cottonball mouth, father God. So they did a big thing. And then of course, Hey Tony, uh, we're the Sopranos. That one. So funny. Yes. That one. So, um, we saw the exhibition on father God and then, um, we, Oh, then like classic parents behavior. I was like, oh, they had an exhibit on Pedro Almodovar. So I was like, oh, I, I want to go see that. And and I said, you'll you'll like him, actually. Like, he has really bright, fun colors in his movies. And they're very dramatic and fun. And also, he he's such good comedies. And you'll enjoy that. So we walk in. And if you've ever seen the movie Talk to Her, you know that there's a fantasy sequence uh-huh. of a little man walking into a giant vagina. And he's, like, <laughs> trying to swim in it. We open the doors. And that's the first thing we see. <laughs> it was incredible. How many pearls were clutched? So many, so many. Do they give you pearls at the top so that if you don't have pearls on, you can have them on for the things you're going to watch? That's the best part. By the they, way, yes. to, to define what an actor and a director is and then to, to kick it off with that, that makes no goddamn sense to me. No, me neither. And also, um, they have this thing, which I did not do because it sounds like the most embarrassing thing in the world. They have this thing there called the Oscar experience where... They simulate with hot dogs. <clears throat> yes, that's what's so weird about it is they keep talking about Oscar, and you're like, they must mean the statuette. They don't. Yeah, they mean that's... Not, yeah. So what confusing. happens? Well, in the Oscar experience, they simulate you winning an Oscar. I don't so want that. Like, so you like go on stage and you accept an Oscar, and you make a speech. I, can you think of anything more embarrassing in your I, life? I don't. I, I listen. I don't, it's not, it's, first of all, it's fake, which is, isn't everything, okay? Right. <laughs> Secondly, because as we know from the description of what you need in a movie, you are none of those things when you accept that award. Would you, would you look at like psychological descriptors of like the number one and two things that people are most afraid of? It's like spiders and speaking in public. How Correct. is this enjoyable for anyone? I don't know. And if I what would be, would be so nice good. is if you could do green screen where you put your head on like Meryl Streep's body accepting their award. That would I would love. And Me then you too. get a picture like all the Disney rides. And you're not going to believe this. They had a whole costume section. Guess what the piece de resistance was? The one that got the most attention for the costumes. Uh, uh-huh. go- uh Gone with the Wind. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, Aaron. If only it were a movie that small. The piece de resistance. First of all, they had two. One was, of course, David Bowie's costume in Labyrinth, which there for it. And was it stuffed to the gills in the in the crotch? It wasn't actually, mm. but it did have the detached wig. No, honestly, the thing it all led to, like the thing this costume thing led to, was an incredible gown. You walk in, it's just this huge, beautiful elizabethan gown and you're like oh this must be like what judy dench wore in shakespeare in love or what betty davis wore when she played queen elizabeth something like that and then you read the caption and there's like video all around it of like when this dress was used and it's from the movie mirror mirror where julia roberts played the evil queen against snow white in like a comedy version of Snow so it's like the only thing they could get their hands on apparently they don't even have the access that planet hollywood does (laughs) it was so I was so like, sad. it's all, we're going down this hallway to look at what Julia Roberts wore in Mirror Mirror. It's so Los Angeles. We're going to do this thing and it's going to be great. And then you get in there and you're like, this is disappointing on on many levels. It is. It was. And they're like, welcome to Hollywood, baby. 
It was basically just movie clips, and then they would show you a framed script. And be like, someone wrote this. It's like this is the, the clip on from the clip on nail from uh, the press on nail from Aaron Brockovich. G- it's basically the not trash. even that. By the way, I would have photographed that. <laughs> not even. It was wild. I'm so sad because, like, obviously, I'm having to go to LA a lot against my will. You've got and, to go uh, to that science museum, kidnapping and stuff. I'm I that was on my list last time, and I kept my something in my witch's gut was like, I don't know if it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's it was. A I went to Mocha. That was great. I went to LACMA. That was great. Sure. Yeah, those are very. You know, I serve on those boards, so that's it's. Oh, you do. So you glad serve you came on to, our, those boards. to our little home. Yeah. So glad you were able to make it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> what do you do on those boards? Well, I make sure that the art is, you know, being shipped and that it's received, and I make so I you're the red you're receipts the- and. I do the, you know, I, you have to sign for the signature, you know. Oh, that. yeah. So you work for UPS. That's what you're saying? Uh, I work for a company that does sending and receiving for LACMA Mocha. I yeah. see. Gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha. That's what you mean by you're on the board. And when I said served on the board, yes, but I also meant I used to be on Broadway. So I served on those boards. So. And what did you do there? Well, have you ever heard of the phrase, uh, I'd love for you to come in and sit down and... Please take the book I just wrote. And now, sure, I, I was unsure. I, I have, I have actually, heard, I've heard that phrase. I'm not sure in this context if I've heard it. Aaron. So a book signing? No, not really. Yes, but I would sign. Oh, all the autographs. Titles. Yes, autographs. Okay, autographs. you'd autograph other people's books. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. What Broadway's all about? Speaking of <laughs> stunts. Speaking of Broadway stunts. <laughs> speaking of absolute. By the way, truly stunts. I mean, this is, by the way, and I mean it when I say this is the funniest fucking show by the two funniest fucking people. And we're not talking about us. We're not. Well, no, I was. But oh, okay. in second place, tied for second, we have a special, two special guests today, okay? And I don't, I don't even know, lady attorneys, if you're even ready for it. Are you ready for us to bring in two people? We have not had guests on this show in so long pandemic, this, that, this, that, you know, I've been folding my sweaters for years. <laughs> Please welcome the two and only Jeffrey Self and Cola Scola. Uh, hello. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Sunday morning. Good morning. Really serving day and night. Cole, you're in the shadows. Jeffrey, you're in the light. All right. Well, yeah. That, isn't, that, isn't that it? Everything? Isn't that it? Isn't that yeah, it? We love to play with, you know, shades. And... Well, isn't that what film is, really? Yeah. It's just all just a, a playground Absolutely. of light. Yeah. Are you all familiar with the movie The Little Mermaid, the animated of course, of course. Oh my I God, do. I was there. Yeah. Oh, was, you were cold. What, I, I forgot. What did you do what, on that project? Yeah. I was there just to kind of like, you know, kind of gas them up. Mm-hmm. Oh. They'd be like, I, they'd be like, oh, I don't know. This is stupid. Like, the, like a lot of this is underwater, guys. And I would be like, no, 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 it's going to be great. Like, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need that encouragement. You need someone, you know, friends often think, they need to give advice. But I sure. think that 
you know, most of the time when friends come to you for advice, they're just looking for, you know, re- you know positive reinforcement. Like, That's this is a true. good idea. Well, Cole, I have a question because I had read this somewhere, I think Esquire or something, that you are the go-to person. I did not person. touch her. Faye Dunaway <laughs> came up to me and asked me to zip up the dress. <laughs> and so it was I know what you read in Esquire. And it was buttons, it was that's buttons. right. <laughs> it was buttons. So of course I slapped her. <laughs> it was a setup. I'm just so glad we could clear that up. Thank you. Thanks. Jeffrey, how has Hollywood been treating you? Have you been in LA for these rains? I've been in LA for the rains. I believe it's garbage day, so I was looking out the window to make sure there wasn't about to be a big truck. These rains. Did it really Honey. snow at the Hollywood sign? It did. It snowed at the Hollywood sign. Can you imagine? Uh, I live I so far east, I don't get to see Hollywood. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. You but live so far here. east? Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. El Serena. You're talking like, uh, wow. That is Honey, that's east. basically Brooklyn. <laughs> You're closer to me. <laughs> No, the rains have been just, just, just terrible, just terrible. I oh, canceled. God, I canceled so many plans. Oh, it's been great. Can I ask you two a question? What one is Go. Angela Bassett did the thing over? I feel I I I went over my head. You know what I mean? It went I over this. my head too. I I figure by the time something gets to me, it's over. I, yeah. For sure. That's for, how you know, know what I mean. Sure. Like by yeah. the time I catch on to it. It's, you know, that's why I don't wear bell bottoms. You know, I, you know, I'm seeing them, you know, online and I think, well, and now I'm too old for that. You know? Right. God. Yeah. You barely missed it. Just, did I you guys see the it. clip of Jamie Lee Curtis being like, I think it was brilliant. I loved it. I got to put her you. on the bench. Put did her on the bench. This? I, I did see this. I have to tell you. Can you just tell to... people who weren't watching the SAG Awards last night what you're talking about? Well, this was well. This was the BAFTAs, so like just nobody oh, was watching that. Sorry, but somehow For people, people who saw don't watch it. niche uh, award shows. <laughs> award shows. Can you? Mm. Well, I so I guess this. when a man and a woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love this thing she does now. By the way, which is like, do you remember she? You probably Cole. I know you for sure don't watch, but Jeffrey, you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? I did. Yeah. So. Do you remember when she she's on she was on this season? Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis was yeah. on oh, Beverly oh, oh. Hills. Yeah, well, they were kind of doing a tie-in with the Halloween movie with Kyle Richards, and yes. she was promoting her charity, and I forget what it's called, but it like it does it raises money for a very good thing. Jamie Lee it's Curtis called is Women a, in is Hollywood. A she is <laughs> she is so over the top at this point with her shit. She is. Yeah, she literally walks into the Real House of Beverly Hills, immediately looks at the camera. She goes, "I know I'm not supposed to say hi to the crew. I'm saying hi to the crew. They're the ones who are." <laughs> hardest and that's like uh-huh. entrance into this thing uh-huh. I love it's, it. I yeah. love it. and then she comes to the reunion and same thing she was like yeah i didn't really ever watch the show but you know what i'll watch it now because of the crew you guys work so hard. And she just yeah. doubled down. that is like her thing these days oh yeah she's I think, you know, it's like give a mouse a cookie, you know, it, 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 it always has to She, she's been waiting <laughs> for this face. <laughs> so confused. That phrase that everyone knows. This? Give a mouse yeah. a cookie. You don't know yeah. that book. It's great. It's a great book. Is that book. a book? I, Highly recommend it. I mean, it's a children's picture yeah. book, but it's a great. It's a picture it really book. tell. It really, really kind of covers the covers everything. Really, when you think about it. But what it yeah. is ultimately, when you give a mouse, I mean, a it cookie, says it all in the title, correct? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, basically, it only asks for more. And this right. is this. So you're mouse. saying mice's mice's are greedies. They're greedy. Yeah. And I think when you grow up in Hollywood, Holly weird, you okay. know, Cute. you know, you get a little bit. 
and then you just want more and more and more and more and more. But isn't that true of everybody? Isn't that true of everyone? I want more. Do you though? You have so many. Look at all that stuff in the you background. So you have so many plants. How could you it's want more than thirty pairs of shoes? <laughs> I have seven pairs of New Balances, and, I and want that's more. just the boot shelf. That's just the boot shelf. <laughs> but don't you feel like like someone like Michelle Yeoh, for example, like finally getting her moment Fantastic. and is like dignified, gracious, classy, Jamie Lee? Uh, there's, there's, there's. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, she oh, she feels like she doesn't deserve it. She feels like she hasn't earned it, and now mm. she's being reminded of that. And so she's she's a little bit on the uh, she's on the teeter totter of uh, confidence. She I like, is. Yeah, she should write a book called Teeter Totter Cookie uh, Mouse. <laughs> I just don't understand why this yeah. mouse has to be villainized. <laughs> I'm not saying the mouse eat? is a villain. I'm Can not saying the mouse is a villain. Something? I'm just saying the mouse what? likes to eat cookies. I really, really, really wish your podcast was about a mouse has a cookie. A mouse gets, 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 gets <laughs> honey. What is it? A mouse be. is gifted a cookie. A but mouse isn't can, it? If you, won't it on some level be? On, if you give a mouse it covers a cookie. all of it. Yeah, that's what it is. If, if you, you give, give a mouse a cookie, a cookie a yeah. If you gift Brooklyn. a mouse a cookie, it's going to write you a lovely thank you note every yeah. Tuesday. If you aren't downloading these Breakfast geniuses, go to, go to the website. Go to, a go to the website. Any of them. Yeah. Like with any podcast, please go to the website. <laughs> what is and your download the episode? Don't go to Spotify. Don't take the short way. Okay. Do it the hard no. way. No. When Betty you two Davis, are at, when you two are at a party together and someone says, What are you up to? And of course you're standing next to each other. <laughs> and you do that thing where you say um In the unison. log line of the podcast at the same time. What do you say at that party? Um <clears throat> one I say Two, one, two, three. The world, Jeffrey, go according to home. Gar- you've had <laughs> enough. Is a good performance to from Glenn drink. Close. I have to say, uh, I think that really heard, does say it all. If you have not heard their show, Breakfast Buffet, it is first of all <laughs> fucking brilliant. I am confused about what Jeffrey. Your name on there is Larry Shit. Larry Shed. I always thought I was shit. <laughs> well, it's because of Jeffrey's accent. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's yeah. And maybe you've been reading the comments. Okay. <laughs> Larry Shed and Diane Denise Kitchen. That is who called yeah. <laughs> That's that a fake nice. morning show. That's it's the, a fake uh, morning show. That's the law. Yeah, that's the law. It's a fake morning show. So fucking funny. And I have to say, what is so wonderful about it, it is also, and I know this is not necessarily what you're going for, it is not only every second counts but this show is like never more than 20 minutes yeah isn't that great it's <laughs> wild but literally i hear every, what you're saying jeffrey i get every, it yeah every second of it counts <laughs> it is literally commutable to a gas station you could listen to this and back i yeah. mean it literally for yeah. a morning walk for a stroll well, that's our audience we yeah. said you know people, people have their stations. podcasts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They have their commuting podcasts. They have their attitudes. They have right. their, you know, everything. You know. Sure. What about the people that are walking to the gas station for a little snack? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh, I want something that's going to get me, you know, to my Doritos. Yeah. That's us. We said, what flavor that's Doritos? What we said. Was there a specific Dorito fan that you feel like is a crossover with you guys? Oh, we're mm. a cool ranch crowd. Yeah. We are yeah. a cool yeah. ranch oh, yeah. crowd. Oh, that yeah. is chill yeah. as hell, baby. <laughs> just relax. But don't you think everything needs to be shorter? I'm not talking about podcasts, just everything. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, it's true. Man. No. Uh, uh. Well, no. Um, I'm so sick. I mean, like, if your movie's over 80 minutes, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> are you a Brian? Are you guys, you guys just start a fucking, like, a non-profit? Editing business? Yeah, like, honestly, I wish. Brian does the same thing. I yeah. don't think a movie needs to be over 80 minutes. I just watched Watcher. Did you all see that movie? Not the series. Everyone relax. No. It's oh, so good. It's with I Michael Monroe. Good. Yeah. So good and so Marilyn creepy. Monroe? It's with yeah. Marilyn Monroe. She's, she's wonderful. She's wonderful. Oh, she's she back. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. back. What happened to her? TV. You know she was doing TV up until now, and she's back to movies. <laughs> she was one of those people who was amazing. choked by her housekeeper, and it's just yeah. coming out now. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and so anyway, she heard from the grave that there was going to be a movie about Elvis, and she said, not on my watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wait, no, the Watcher's about one. Elvis? No, it's only <laughs> Watcher's about Micah Monroe, and she's in Romania because her husband got a job there. And all she sees is every time she'll The only reason women should travel, by the way. That's right. <laughs> as you say on Breakfast Buffet, as Larry Shedd says, something like, uh, I decided what would it be like <laughs> to do a talk show with a woman <laughs> that you're not married to? <laughs> yeah. So this is what Watcher is. They're very evolved. Anyway, They're yeah. very evolved it's, people. It's so good. And um, so, you all are but doing the Watcher's a new good. Watcher's so good. It's with Micah Monroe, a.k.a. Marilyn Monroe. And, yeah. and it's short. Someone, it, it, it's 80 minutes. She Great. just keeps seeing someone staring into her window. <laughs> and everyone thinks she's sort of nuts. But it's it's actually like Silence of the Lambs creepy by the end. I don't want to watch know, that. Yeah, oh, that doesn't sound <laughs> ideal. Sounds like a long 80 minutes. Just somebody uh, thinking someone's staring at them through a window. I had to I ask a, my husband to turn off Last of Us so I could finish cooking dinner last night without shitting my shorts. I'm done You're with watching that. It? I had to stop watching it. Are you always watching it? No, I, I am watching it. I don't want to be a you, part of not, that. You're not grossed <laughs> That's out. All it's, uncle said. I am watching it. The I am fungus watching stuff it. is too no much follow. for me. Honestly, the what I is? like the story. The acting's so good. The fungus stuff for me is, is really hard. I couldn't do it. I try. I was like, I committed until the, like the gay episode, so I could be, you know, a part of the conversation, of the conversation. with my community. Thank um, you. But then, <laughs> thank you. By the way, you're yeah, welcome. Thank you. And yeah. I then was like, okay, I'm done. But then they were like teasing me with Melanie Linsky, who I love, yeah. and I was like, well, that. I want, I want that. She's fantastic. But you know what? I didn't even do that. I was like, I can't keep looking at mushrooms. I can't. Mm-hmm. Cole, defend it. It's a very watchable show. It's very good. And it's, um, you know, what can I say? I haven't watched it. I'm, I'm sorry. No. I haven't seen it, have you? <laughs> no, I was saying, there's I was no way, shape, or form you would have seen that. Pan. That's all it does for me is I'm like, in one second, I'm hungry. And you know what I mean? And I just want some beautiful mushrooms. And in the next well, second, I'm absolutely vomiting. Amy, Amy has raised a very good question uh, or statement in the chat. Uh, said, I saw someone said, why not just eat the fungus? Well, I, I mean, you can mm. be having mushroom polenta all, all the live long day. Ask Daniel Day-Lewis, Aaron. Because? What did he do? Well, he ate those mushrooms in Phantom Thread. Oh, leave him out of it. Oh, yeah. Brian, come on. Come on. That's a... Come on. He's, you're right. That's He's a cool. good guy. That That's guy owes me money. a good guy. How much Breakfast money? Breakfast Buffet is having a season two. Is Breakfast Buffet having... I mean, is there a season one? I don't know. We're just sort of... <laughs> I don't know how it goes. We're, we're just sort of making it. Um, we're yeah. actually... So we, you all are still... You, you all are releasing how often? 
Uh, every Tuesday, uh, every Tuesday, there's a new episode. Great. Okay, um, and I also want to say we're working with y'all's producer Andrew Carson. That's who fabulous. Is so fantastic. I feel like he's the the third character in the show. Really, when you think about oh, it, sure, yeah. why? Um, why would you say that? Because he, <laughs> he doesn't. But he doesn't talk. But he doesn't talk. <laughs> he's um such a such a dear no but he really say. does a beautiful job it's there's it's a there's a lot of um there are a lot of literal bell, bells and whistles in this in yeah this literally yeah. and he's fantastic and so i just wanted to give him his you know give him his give him a give him a chance to get up and take a Andrew bow Carson I, I did the thing. sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you can kick me out i'm no Andrew i'm gonna Carson log out myself and by the way yeah. he should have hosted the bathroom <laughs> actually i'll be honest with you i saw something great where it said that um I don't know. I'm sort of glad that whole thing came full circle for her, for her even though I didn't pay attention. Are we back because to Jamie Lee Curtis? No, 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 no Ariana no, no. DeBose. Ariana DeBose? Is that... Okay. Is that how you, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I feel like came full circle for her because she got charred for that. She even had to turn off her social media. Which yeah, which is, is crazy. I, I mean, it really is. People were going nuts on her about it, which is awful. But then... People started supporting him. Then Angela Bassett owned it. And so I feel like, you know, what a lovely Hollywood story. By the end of it, she was good. And I, now we have health care and... <laughs> And now, looking up. now we have healthcare, <laughs> yeah. we have a, a, a affordable housing, everything is just going <laughs> yeah. according to plan. It kind of really like got the whole conversation going. It yeah, really kind of flipped know? the switch. It did. I didn't even, who, of, out of all the time and all the things we've tried, who knew it was going to be that easy? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. No one knew. Just a little rapping no about knew. Kate Blanchett and the rest is history. I encourage everyone because even Do during you? the week, I do encourage. <laughs> it's not what your therapist says. You know what? <laughs> That's between me and my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my God. My children come first. Nothing Does your you therapist make you call them your God or is that your choice? No, 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 no. no. I call my God, my God. Okay. Which is my therapist. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Sounds like so, you avoided the question. Yeah, I agree. Aaron. No, I, I think I answered it fully. And I, by the way, I'm not answering to anyone except my, my god. god but your god right right yeah, yeah. We got so that. everyone can understand you made that, that. very clear listen dr slidell <laughs> everyone go download breakfast buffet it's only the most brilliant thing in the world. i mean it's truly so good and it's everything it's the, you know what if you all were it is the juice the fruit of the juice that i want from both of you distilled into Tangerine, mm. lime, orange, which is, by the way, the triple that what what is the trio of sunny delight is those fruits. Is that true? And I don't mean to call is you it, fruits, but you are. Wait, is it true? Is that yeah. true? Yeah, I, I just thought it was just corn syrup. On, um, well, I was what? Okay, here's a hot tip. Okay, uh -huh. and then I know we have to let you go, but here's a hot tip. Okay, okay. There is a show that I was sent on YouTube that was the shock of the lifetime. Dave Holmes sent me the show. It's called, it was a, it was a game show that lasted for six months in like 1991 on Lifetime. Not too bad. Lifetime. Lifetime. It was hosted by, I can't remember her name, like Andrea De something. She was an impressionist in the eighties. Love that. She was known for her <laughs> Tammy Faye Baker and for her Nancy Reagan, I think. But by the way, I, you, would never, you would never pick those out. <laughs> she does on the show. You would have absolutely no, I thought she was doing Catherine Hepburn for both. <laughs> She hosted a game show. I, I implore you, the full episodes As characters? are on. No, but she would break into them sometimes. Sure. Some, yeah. like she would break into the characters sometimes. Well, sure, they needed ratings. hosted a game show on Lifetime in the 90s called Rodeo Drive. 
Oh, mama. What? And it's <gasps> abs- It's like supermarket sweep, but about celebrities. And at the end, you go shopping on like Rodeo Drive, which is a set. And there's oh, actors playing people on the street who are all talking <laughs> gossip. And you have to pick out what gossip they're what? talking about. But also the show doesn't know what's gossip. Because they'll be like, you have 30 seconds to say gossip about Dudley Moore. And you have to hit five of the words on the board that you can't see. So say the gossip. And they're like, he's British. He was an Arthur. And it's just facts. Yeah, like, that's not gossip. Everybody not knows that. And they're like, the gossip you missed is that he's British. And it's like, no, but that's not gossip. Yeah. <laughs> like, that but, sounds but like a that, wonderful by, by show. By that logic, couldn't, wouldn't you just make shit up? Because that's what gossip is, is but just no, like but rumors. What they want you to do is say facts. It's almost like Family Feud. They have a board of things that they need you to hit. Do you know what I mean? Because oh. you can't see the board. And then they have another thing called truth or rumor. And, the, and it's like, is this a truth or a rumor? Shirley McLean uh, spilled water in the bathtub. That's, like, a, that's I have true. No fucking clue. <laughs> that's true. true. I know. She's <laughs> very sure. messy. Yeah. For sure. In that bath. Yes. Yeah. You all would I, love it. I, it's so I would good. be remiss if Shirley McLean um, came up and I didn't show you this picture. Well, doesn't <laughs> she live in Santa Fe? Yes, yeah, she, she does. does. She's the oh, queen you ever of Santa see Fe. Her? I only see pictures of her with people around town. Oh so my this God, is, that's so cool. This is no exception. <laughs> so I went to go get a passport photo because my passport's about to expire. And she was bragging. And I go in to this photo studio here <laughs> and everybody who's worked with Shirley McLean in town tells you that they've worked with Shirley McLean. So for example, <laughs> I took a cooking class and the person doing the cooking class was like, blah, 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 blah. You know, I was cooking for Shirley. They just call her Shirley. And you have to just assume that they mean Shirley McLean. So anyway, I'm in this photo studio. I'm getting my headshot. The guy is like treating this like it is Olin Mills, my <laughs> my high school yearbook, but like even, even worse. And he's insulting me uh, because he, he's insulting me because... I have a shirt on that I that I hung on a hanger. And you know when you hang a shirt on a hanger and it's wet and you get the little hanger things on it? Oh, yeah. Which is why oh, I would never boy. do such a thing. But yeah, yeah, well, what, what you would mean. you do, Brian? Tell me what you would do. I would dry the shirt first. I dry clean everything. Me too. Well, sorry, guys. I live in the country, okay? <laughs> so anyway, he takes my picture. He photoshops it, which you're not supposed to do. Because he was like, what if we made yeah. your, your face a little thinner? And I was like... <gasps> At a, for a passport photo? But I, yes. Oh and he took my, and he took my hanger things out. Oh my God. It was just like, I was just like appalled by all of it. Anyway, yeah. I, I turn around. I'm like, who is this? Who is this clown? Okay. He's got a full photo studio. Okay. You oh, can wow. see that. Oh my God, for a and then what do I, I turn around after he's said, why don't we make your face thinner? And I see this. It's a full. Well, I mean, I have to find an organic way to bring it up. It's a full Shirley MacLaine. Fo- what is it? A headshot. I mean, she, looks, she looks great. She is looks it, what, fantastic. What is the? What is the purpose? What is the purpose of this picture? You is know that what that photo, photo looks like. What? It's it, not it a lo- passport photo, is it? Maybe it might be because look Col- at the proportions. 
Yeah. Cole, what does this photo look like? It looks like, you know, at a grocery store on the the little, um, in, the, in the carts when they have that little flat thing for the child to sit on yes, in yes. the front of the cart. And there would be ads on that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that photo yeah. belongs. On one of those ads. Doesn't that this? photo look like you would no, see look it? At this, look at that jewel. Yeah. That looks oh like she's, she's communing with somebody else. That wow. is a coke. Matching yeah. earrings. Now, that, coke. And I love <laughs> for the background, she was like, Mars. Also, if it is, if it is a passport uh, photo, wh- like then he put it her. Na- First of all, why do you need her name on there? That is a great question. Is why you need her name on there? That is. I that's fully the believe that's question. her passport photo. By the way, mm-hmm. what fully? Oh, oh yeah. you do? Yeah, I bet it is too. And sure. she's moment, not allowed in other countries. By the way, they see <laughs> that. The like, he told me my no. my face was too fat. Oh, that was him. Is he wearing face. something around his head? Is Santa Claus like hat? His head in? He's wearing a um hat. He's wearing a hat. Oh, like a, like kind of like Jeffrey's. Anyway, hey, don't tell don't tell Homeland Security that my face is actually much fatter than it looks. In my <laughs> so that's the photo you went with. I asked him to give me the Shirley McClay photo. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and don't you That's take that font, don't you take that font choice off, sir? Don't Aaron, do it. And I wish I had my old passport because literally the oh, the thing, one of the things that makes me laugh out loud, and she feels the same way about mine, is each other's passport. <laughs> Wait, what did, what did Bear so say? What? Bear said I showed her my passport photo and our friend Bear, who's French, she goes, "You look like a cookie." <laughs> it, is, it absolutely does. It, it, but it, Brian's it truly is like makes me laugh Brian's is like um. Oh, Brian, no, and I mean this with is, all the love. Like mine is janitor at an insane. Sorry. <laughs> I, uh, no, I literally look like. Because he's green. Oh, I'm, I'm green. Why are I'm you green? Sheen. He's green. He has a green shirt on, and also, also his skin is. Gr- it looks like he's in. Um, what was that movie with uh, Bat? One of the Batman, Christian Bale Batman, where he doesn't sleep. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it looks like. <laughs> looks like Christian Bale in the Wizard of Oz. No, I'll yeah. tell you what I look like. <laughs> I literally look like this. Who is that? <laughs> what is that? He's, what is... For, he's from that movie, Dick Tracy. Oh. oh by the right. way, everyone will be happy to know they had the Dick Tracy yellow suit in the costumes. They certainly did. Uh, so that was very exciting when I went to the Academy. So exciting. When you so were talking exciting. about, I'm like, I have yeah, the, better Hollywood memorabilia than no, that. It was so upset. It was literally like Planet Hollywood did a better job with it. The memorabilia yeah. was like... It was like they had a fourth draft copy of The Godfather, like the script. <laughs> yeah, they, it is pretty crap. You know the one cool costume they do have, though, is it's from The Wiz. Oh, I did didn't you see, see that, that costume? One. I oh. wonder if they rotate them. Wait, maybe, is that literally maybe. the one, the only exciting thing there? The Wiz costume? Yeah. Uh, Were well, everyone <laughs> underwhelmed is what I'm asking. I was very underwhelmed. The Barbara yes. Streisand bridge is fun just that to see fun. those words together. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. I have to tell you, what is the Barbara Streisand bridge? Snow hail. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's a bridge. A, yeah, like that leads to like a viewing deck. Yeah. Of what? Of L.A. The, the absolute gorgeousness <laughs> that is mid-city Los Angeles. Oh, I see. Yeah. Barbara Streisand gave money to build the bridge yeah. so that mm-hmm. you yes. can see the thing. I see. It's not a bridge from, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's not like Doc from, Hollywood or from Yentl or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's not. <laughs> you guys know the Yentl Bridge? By the way, I got <laughs> laugh that they had, like, the boat from Yentl, this the is, bridge from Yentl. This is the bridge from Prince of Tides. They <laughs> exactly. stood on it while they fought. <laughs> and they didn't have one of Life Danner's costumes from Prince of Tides. So I was no. obviously extremely upset about that. But she works there. 
She does work there. She's the one who greets you. And she says like, you know, so after sorry. this, you want to go to Huckleberry and Santa Monica and have some pancakes. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Me too. Cole, don't you miss LA? <laughs> I never, I never really spent any time there. But don't you miss it? <laughs> I feel like Cole's LA Cole got it from the jump. is within Cole was Jim like, Hansen's no walls. Yeah. That's Cole's LA. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what in Jim Jim Hansen's walls? Jim Hansen. Oh yeah. Jim Hansen. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant Jim Hansen. I was <laughs> no. like the mother. Uh, right. Yeah. No, Although I, I, I would Jim and that. I didn't really click, you know. <laughs> we we tried, we we did that fraggle thing for a while, and I said, Jim, I think this should be puppets. I'll never forget said, when I heard right, an interview well, with Edie yeah. Falco after James Gandolfini died. Terry Gross was interviewing her. And she was like, what was that loss like for you? And she was like, you know, I never really knew him. I like talked to him a couple times, but I never really, he just, we never really, he was never really on my radar. I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know him. And it was like, first of all, that he's dead. Second of all, yeah. what? Yeah. But also, isn't like, that huh? what you want out of somebody you're on a TV show with for like nine years? Like somebody who's like <laughs> staying out of your shit. Like, That's you know true. what? Great. Like boundaries, very healthy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She was like, we really didn't have anything to talk about. We had nothing to do with each other, really. Um, He seemed nice. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know if the story is James Gandolfini was a total dick. Totally. I'm sure that was. She was like, I'm not here to talk about my old project. Well, do you remember that story about how she thought Avatar 2 came out a few years ago and was a bomb? Yeah. That was one I, of my favorite things ever. I think that she's just someone who is like fully evolved and is just like good at boundaries right. and is like, I'm not, it's just a fucking job. Like, right. I'm going to, I'm not going to like, yeah, he played my husband. I don't care. Like, yeah. he's not my actual husband. Yeah. She, while she's on Wait, that Terry, show, you way. know that he's not my actual husband, right? <laughs> right. I feel like Terry Gross doesn't know that. <laughs> anyway. How does Terry Gross get away with it? She's she gets away hack. with all uh, of it. She gets you, away with murder. She does. She's a little, she's a, like a sneaky little cartoon. <laughs> laughing her way to the bank. She was an absolute hack, hackasaurus. Who? R.I.P. Barbara Walters. But I loved oh, her oh, hackiness. Yeah. I loved oh, her hackiness. Yeah. That she would be like, why do you look like that? You know what I mean? Like, just like, <laughs> just the the mean, she was so mean. Just mean. a mean, mean, mean and that, interviewer. I love that clip of um, Catherine Hepburn when she, when she asks, like, why do you never wear skirts? Yeah. And Catherine goes, I have one. And she goes, one? And she goes, I'll wear it to your funeral. Brilliant. <laughs> so good. Brilliant. So yeah. good. So and then cackles hysterically. <laughs> salt meets salt, you know? Salt uh, meets salt. Salt yes, meets salt. Yes. Breaks my salt. <laughs> Cole, well, Jeffrey, the love You're welcome of- to stick around. We have to unfortunately talk about sad politics, but you're welcome to stick around. They and don't I, and I know that. you won't. We um, don't want to do that. I wouldn't either. You don't um, want I us love to you. chime in because wait till. Uh, no, 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 wait, no, no, no. No. You I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> Not this yeah. week. Jeffrey no. will go off on his whole 5G thing and we'll oh, yeah. be here for oh, him. Yeah. You guys got your whole lives yeah. ahead of you. You don't want any of my my two cents. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, you for both. having Please us everyone on. Download we adore you. To Breakfast Buffet. I assume it's available Spotify, all the, yeah, no, any, all those yeah, any podcast Apple places. Everywhere. But okay. please go to the website. But go to the web. <laughs> and this is a message for everyone. Mm-hmm. Go to the website. Don't neglect websites. Yeah. Go to the website. Okay. Uh, Everybody forgets about them these days. Yeah. We built them for you. Yeah. I um, love you both. I love you both. you. Thanks for having us. Um, good luck with everything. Keep at it. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank- wow. It sounds Thanks. like a threat. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Stay at it. Okay. The perseverance. Good luck. Bye. Uh, bye. 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 Wow. Uh, Jeffrey, I I'm calling still- the authorities. Uh.
Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Do you want to know what's on Dateline this week? Oh, By the way, of course how I do. Are they? So good. And if you just want to hear pure joy and people just fucking around. For like 18 minutes. I can't, I can't, we cannot recommend it more. No. What's on Dateline? Okay. And how does it, how does it circle back to Jeffrey and, and Cole? Well, I'll tell you how it circles back. First of all, it is Wig City on this week's <laughs> Dateline. I'm not even kidding. Everyone, this story is set at, in Newport Beach in the late 90s. It is the most wild hair, hair for a, a hair choice. It's this, this Dateline should have been called Hair Choices. Because I, and I got to tell you, it all looks so 80s, even though it was like late 90s. But uh, it was but also the, it was I about think, the place. Yes. And I think it was also it was Newport Beach. And it was also, I think, while Baywatch was still airing. So like everyone there is so influenced by that and the hair and the tan and the swimsuits. So it's very Baywatch centric. And it it I have to tell you, there's someone in the show named Green Machine. There's someone in the show named Glinda. And there's someone in the show whose name is Peggy, spelled P-E-G-Y-E, okay? And there's a, it, it was a lot of strange choices, and it's a lot of wipeout waves, wave wipeouts. And a woman who said that a man treated her like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, and she never thought she'd be treated so lovely. I don't so think that's, that's a the point of Pretty Woman. Happening. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, please go uh, to patreon.com slash attitudes. And we really hope you enjoy Jeffrey and Cole. You probably. Don't, but don't enjoy them more than us. That's the only thing we ask of you. Let me get one thing straight here. Don't you dare. Listeners. We know there's a finite amount of things that people can like. And we know that that joy has boundaries. That's right. I need everyone to pledge allegiance. Okay. I'm going to send documents. To everyone who listens, then you have to sign them. Oh God, you don't even know what they're going to say. It doesn't even matter what they say. I'm the captain now. I you love that movie. Some shoes. I'll keep it real snappy for everyone. I know we're going long. You want to get us some shoes? Let's do it. I have so many subscriptions I have completely forgotten about or have had because now I use something that really helps me with this. But I used to subscribe to Car and Driver magazine. Don't know how, don't know why. There was another highbrow magazine I subscribed to that I could not get out of. I couldn't even log into it. What do you mean another highbrow magazine? Well, I wasn't, I shouldn't say another. A, a different magazine that was a little more highbrow, I guess I should say. But I could, no matter how many times I tried, I could not log in, log in to read it. So I was like, how do I get out of this? You know who helped me? Rocket Money. Not to mention, I've talked legendarily about the two gym memberships I had that I didn't know I had. Rocket Money helps you find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, the subscriptions you didn't even know you had. And they can even negotiate Uh, a lower price for your bills. They did that with my cell phone bill. Unbelievable. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year. Most people think that like max, they're overspending by like, you know, $20, $40 a month. It's so much more than that. $725 a year is the uh, is the average with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. 
I probably had a, one million of those dollars just to myself. So uh, please, this app is really, really useful. I do use it. They have helped me a lot. So stop wasting your money on things you don't use, including all those free trials that then you get billed for. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. That's rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Three, two, one, lift off. That's right. I'm lifting off in my rocket money spaceship going off to the to the planet savings. That was not stuff that they wrote. That's what I wrote. And um, and I'm gonna stick with it. Okay. Rocket money is a beautiful, beautiful app that is all about personal finance. They cancel and find your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and help you lower your bills. I did not know I was uh, subscribed to Cigar Aficionado. I didn't know why it was coming to my house. I don't need to see Sylvester Stallone every month smoking different cigars from Cuba or wherever. I don't need it, okay? And Rocket Money helped me to rectify the situation. Also, I don't know if you're in a household full of adults, but I am. And a lot of people are subscribing to the same subscription services that when we can all share the password and username. Okay. So they helped me. I put everyone's info in there and we got everything streamlined in my household, especially if you if you have um, uh, elderly parents living with you. It's very helpful. They have over 5 million users and help save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. That's rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Now listen, Aaron, I don't think it's going to be news to you that I famously, quite famously, uh, have subscriptions to things I've never used, or did, nor did I know I signed up for them. And by the way, I might very well have signed up for them and just forgot <laughs> a couple of these things. That's beside the point. A Bally's Total Fitness membership I have no recollection of. Okay. A. B. Car and Driver Magazine. Okay. I don't know where or how or why. Didn't you have two Bally's ref- gym memberships? I was so hoping we weren't going to go there. But yes, I did. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The truth, the truth came out. The point is this. I have subscriptions I completely forgot about. I also, I need to learn my lesson and not sign up for any more free trials because I have to tell you, like, right after that, I just stay in it for the subscription. And then, like, two years later, I'm like, maybe I should cancel it. I I actually canceled my Costco membership on time this year because I don't. Oh, how was it? It was a wonderful feeling. Actually, but then I'm going to have to redo it for the next season. You know what? Okay, here's the thing. Rocket Money finds the subscriptions that you maybe forgot about or that you maybe signed up for or that you are having trouble canceling. Some of these are very difficult to cancel. They find those subscriptions and they are the middleman. They do it for you. They even can negotiate a lower price on your bills. They did that for, by the way, my cell phone bill. Okay, I pay less than I used to. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and saves its members an average of $720 a year. 
They've saved over $500 million in total for people in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. That's rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Can you imagine if we were so petty? I mean, no. Can you imagine if they asked me this and I was like, sorry, no. (laughs) There's only room enough for one of us. By the way, just so people know, the reason we we stopped having people on was truly a scheduling thing. It's not that we don't love it. We just no. Don't. It's just it's a lot for us to schedule, and we and just we have don't to do have research and do stuff, and we're just not we're not there. So it's actually nice when people reach out and say, "Can we come on the show?" It's like, oh yeah, this is easy. Uh, by so the way, this is how here. we should do it too. I know, right in that intro. Mm-hmm. All right, I hope everyone enjoyed that. Okay. Ron DeSantis, he who, by the way, is at that point where we can do a clear before and after, because this man who was absolutely going to run for president is getting fillers and Botox. And I don't care what <laughs> anyone says, that is happening. He is trying to whip it all into shape face wise. Okay. It's happening. But anyway, that's not what my shoe is not about Juvederm versus Restylane for a <laughs> That's not really, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, they shouldn't be allowed either. Right. They should like, if be you're a hateful person, you shouldn't be able alley, to get baby. filler. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You go get cement. So, as everyone knows or should know, uh, Ron DeSantis recently rejected an AP course in African-American studies, um, really purely out of bigotry and because it didn't really... African-American uh, history is required in the state of Florida uh, for public schools, but it, that doesn't mean it's enforced. So you are you are supposed to learn about the history of African-Americans in this country, which, of course, is also the history of slavery. You know, you have to teach about it. But Florida Floridians are not uh, Florida law says that, but no one is actually required to do that boots on the ground style. But DeSantis rejected an AP course in African-American studies for Florida, which also I don't think he can really do. He just sort of weighed in on it. But after this criticism, the college board, which is a nonprofit who are the ones who come up with the AP courses, said that they have a new curriculum for its new AP course in African-American studies. But much of the subject matter that had originally been in there, and especially the subject matter that had made Ron DeSantis mad, which, by the way, was talking about current movements like Black Lives Matter and also queer and feminist figures in that are Black, for instance, like Bell Hooks that all of those things were now gone from the curriculum. Which is what As a way to placate Ron DeSantis? Well, they said, oh no, we were going to do this anyway. But it's sort of scary to think like, well, why were were they doing this anyway? Because they literally did away with so many black writers, scholars, anything associated with critical race theory. Uh, Like I said, feminism, queer rights or a queer experience from that perspective. And the one thing they did add for a research project, project was uh, to learn about Black conservatism. So that's Fuck not a really course, truly. Anyway, so that has happened. What has oh, happened? Who makes up this board? I don't know. It's supposed to be people who are like independent and who also are making a class. Educators? And AP courses, which over a million students take every year, are supposed to be um, you know, a college level course. That's the whole idea is if you sc- score h- high on an AP course in high school, you get credit for college. Well, this is not how college courses should be taught. Is It makes me so sad because I had, a, I had a history teacher in, 
in junior high who was rad. And she also taught AP history at my high school. And she was so engaging and incredible. And she always went off the book. She would be like, here's what the book tells us. Now let's expand on that. And I feel like if she was doing that today, because this is Texas history books back in the day, you know, states rights versus federal rights, not bullshit. Humanity. We were enslaving people. Yeah. And she would expand on it and be like, well, here's, you know, here's the The spin, but then here's the real thing. And I feel like she would be fucking fired for doing that today. It's why she got me interested in history. I didn't give a flip before then. Well, so since I just wanted then, to suck dick and cigarettes. Fully. Fully. This week, State Representative of Florida, Alex Andrade, who is, of course, a Republican, filed House Bill 991, which really should have been 911. 911. And really, I should have taken the call and then hung up if we're talking <laughs> my television career. Okay. Anyway, the state representative, a Republican, introduced a bill that would make it easier for religious people to sue people who call them homophobic or transphobic. So if someone, for instance, a politician, were to pass and sign legislation that was anti-trans, and then someone called them transphobic for doing that, the person who called them transphobic could be sued for defamation of character, even though that's exactly what happened. Which really is just a way to protect bigotry and religious zealots. This bill would make it easier to sue. And again, this is just a bill on the table. This has not been signed. I, I bet it doesn't even get passed, but who fucking knows in Florida? The they bill keep would trying it, it though. That's what's fucking that's scary. What's, yeah, they're exactly. Like, term, they're like T-1000. They're like, oh, you're going to melt me? Guess what? My bubbles are coming together and I'm going to come right after you with my sloth hands. Another t-shirt. My bubbles are coming together. I love it. I would buy it. I would buy it right now. So this bill would it's make it- It's a threat. E- <laughs> My bubbles sure. are coming together the threat. For sure. <sighs> the bill would make it easier to sue journalists, publications, or social media users for defamation if they accuse someone of racism, sexism, sexism homophobia, or transphobia. So as LGBTQ Nation points out, What they're saying, what this bill is actually saying is that publications can't use truth as a defense when it comes to reporting on people's anti-LGBTQ plus sentiments, because they can't, what it would be is if you called someone transphobic or homophobic, what the bill says is you're actually attacking someone's protected religious expressions or beliefs. I get to be an asshole and you can't call me out on it. That's illegal. That's bigotry. If you call me, if you say, if you call a spade a spade. And the bill makes it sound like they're specifically targeting journalists here, that you can't write about someone and use a word like that, or you can't say something like that. But, and that's bad enough to be targeting journalists. But remember, they're also counting journalists as anyone who uses social media, which means everyone. Which means activists, which which means lay people, which means a regular person on Twitter being like, hey, Ron DeSantis, quit being a homophobe. You could get sued for that. And if you're in another state, right? Even if you're in another state. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Alejandra Caraballo, who's the transgender Harvard Law School cyber law clinic instructor, which is a lot of words. I'm not, I'm here to tell you, but it seems like every word is necessary. I don't know a word that I would take out. Maybe the word clinic. Well, anyway, Alejandro called it absolutely chilling and said, so that if someone calls you the F word or the T word 
and you say they discriminated against you, for them calling you that slur, they can now sue you for saying they discriminated against you for at least $35,000 and cite their religious beliefs as backup. And again, it would apply to the internet as well. Couldn't you cite your own religious beliefs to protect yourself? Could you, you, could you, maybe, I mean, why anybody has to do all these gymnastics to protect themselves is beyond. I know. So many people have said that this bill obviously violates free speech protections, federal free speech protections, and should be struck down. And in fact, First Amendment lawyer Barry Chase told the Tampa Bay Times, he said, he's so sure it's going to be struck down. He said, if it's not struck down, my wife and I are moving to Portugal, which to me is like- Why Portugal? Right. So to me, this guy, this bill did not pass. Someone asked if this passed. This bill did not pass. It's just up. Like, he just proposed it. Anyway, so- in my in my mind, this guy just wants to go to Portugal and is looking for any excuse to move there. Just go. Just go. You can move to Portugal. It's okay. I mean, you can still vote the right way from Portugal. But I oftentimes go. figure I'm also talking about a state thing that's happening in South Carolina, but I'm starting to think that like they don't actually want these bills to pass. They just it's like some kind of dog whistle to other states where they're like, We're trying it. Are you gonna try it? And it's like some weird effort to just be like, here's a monstrous thing we're doing. And then it's like, oh, this monstrous thing didn't pass, but this thing that's a little bit less monstrous did pass. Like, it's just like they're testing all the waters. Completely. And I would say Alanis in our chat asked, well, what if you're Canadian? Can we still hurl hurl those accusations, or not even accusations, tell the truth, essentially? So yeah. I would say if you have, and if this bill passes, if you have any Canadian friends, you really need to enlist them to just spew it all over them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just you always be always be tweeting ABT ABT right at Ron DeSantis. So if you don't want to move to Portugal, okay, and if you're not looking for absolutely any excuse to do it, here's how the law is now. Because as this bill has not passed yet and is you know was just proposed, so under the current law, someone suing for defamation has to prove that the defamation hurt their reputation. So they have to prove, like, I lost out on this money or all of a sudden my business closed because this person lobbed all these accusations that aren't true. You have to say that it hurt you, your business, your reputation, whatever. But under HB 991, you don't have to prove anything if someone calls you a bigot. You don't don't have to prove that that defamation hurt your reputation. Just the fact that someone called you a bigot or called you a racist or called you a homophobe or any of these things is reason enough to sue them. So in essence, if you called a lawmaker transphobic for putting up legislation that is anti-trans or signing a bill that is anti-trans, that lawmaker would not have to show that that accusation hurt his reputation anymore in order to win. Because Here's being, how I feel. Yeah. If you're going to be an asshole, just be an asshole. Like, why do you have to be like, I'm an asshole, but I'm sensey about it? I agree. It's an LGBTQ nation actually put it so well and so simply. They said this is the legal version of conservatives' belief that accusing someone of racism is worse than being racist, which is how all of this is like the Fox News line. You know what I mean? Accusing someone of racism is actually worse than being a racist. And we could sue you for doing that. The bill also, if it passed, would lower the what's called the actual malice standard, which means that right now, if a news organization says something about you that you think is untrue, you have to prove that the news organization acted with, quote, reckless disregard, which is very difficult to prove. So that rule would no longer apply. 
The bill also limits who counts as a public figure um, to only applying when the when quote the allegation does not relate to the reason for his or her public status. And uh-huh. also, HB 991 would make it so that the plaintiff in the case so would automatically win attorney's fees if they win their suit. And the attorney's fees, so if, if someone were saying, I'm suing you because you called me transphobic or anti-trans, that person would have their lawyer's bills covered if they win the suit. Even if the suit was only for like $500, they would still have all their lawyer's bills covered, which is crazy. It's really shocking. It's really upsetting. And also, this bill would make it so that statements from any anonymous source would be considered false when it comes to defamation cases, which means, as LGBTQ Nation pointed out, it makes it nearly impossible for a publication to, to publish anything that would might come from like a whistleblower because they can't use anonymous sources. Everyone has to be on the record so that they're vilified, have to move 10 times, chased down, hunted down um, by, you know, Ron DeSantis's cronies or, or whoever else it is. Um, it's really, really upsetting. And in a state that just keeps getting worse and worse, and I don't really understand. It's so shocking to see how, like, you take your foot off the gas in a state even that you think is purple, which it, Florida no longer is, of course, that... Um, that that you take your foot off the gas on that for one second. You have to remember Obama won the state in 2012. Trump barely won it in 2016 and Trump handily won it in 2020. So this state is not a red state. Um, And what's shocking is this man, Ron DeSantis, is going to run for president. He was asked about this bill and what he thought of it and he sort of didn't say anything. Sort of just like hunted it back and was like, oh, well, people are tired of it. And he goes, and listen, I have all the equipment I need to sue if someone were to call me that. That's no problem. But normal people don't have that option if they're called a bigot to sue. And so it's, What's it's point? Ty- what? So the point is that I now have the ability to sue whoever right. I he's want. Like, everyone should have that option and the resources to do it, which is horrifying. And again, it applies across the board. And even the bill's author said this as well, that no, this isn't just for journalists. This is for social media users. Basically, anyone who could type or say something. It's horrifying. Guys, don't go to Florida. I mean, I you know what, though? I don't even believe that. I don't even believe that. Because you could really say that about anywhere in the world. Don't go. They do this thing. Don't go. They do this thing. Like, it's very difficult to know where to go and when not to go and what to do and what not to do. It's hard. Because you want to support the local easy, places and the cool places. What's very easy know? is to... Is to is to support organizations that are fighting at the in the on these that's easy in these states. That's what's easy to do is to not be like, oh well, because by the way, it's not easy to just leave if you have a problem. It's not easy, and so mm-hmm. like helping people fight and helping people do the right thing, especially with these like anti drag laws that are happening. Right, like I don't really think we should be boycotting. I think we should be fighting tooth and nail to get these people out of power. This is a lot of voter disenfranchisement. This is a lot of stealing elections. This is rule by goons, a small amount of goons. I really don't believe that most people feel this way. I really don't. And I think Nathan points out this really does sound all illegal. And it's true. And federally, it is illegal. Um, It does violate First Amendment speech. So hopefully this doesn't pass. But listen, if we know anything about conservatives, it's like if first you don't succeed, pay them off, honey. Make it happen. Kick, steal, 
scratch, do whatever you have to do. And then, you know, I mean, our country was turned around in a matter of weeks in 2016. So it is possible. And look at the Supreme Court and all those decisions that happened. It feels like overnight, but really it's been decades of trying to well, get all that shit We've talked about it on this show, how long state laws have been turning back the clock. people's in rights. Centuries even, decades, and, and, you know, decades and centuries in some cases. And now it's just like, it's the export of the shitty states is that now nationally, or just more people doing it now. They've been emboldened. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so that's my shoe and I'm taking it off. <laughs> Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company making eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Maybe you're a keto, maybe you're a paleo, maybe you're a vegan, maybe you're a vegetarian, maybe you're gluten-free, or maybe you just want to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit what you like. It's the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Feel your best with nutritionist approved recipes, including calorie smart meals under 650, protein packed meals with 30 plus grams of protein on average per serving, science backed Mediterranean recipes, and flavorful plant rich vegan and vegetarian meals with organic fruits and vegetables, good for you grains, and plant based protein. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. Plus, nearly all packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the U.S. Power through the bustling holiday season with our Green Chef's convenient step-by-step recipes, including wholesome dinners ready in 30 minutes or less, and over 35% of the recipes can be made in 25 minutes or less. Go to greenchef.com slash 60attitudes and use code 60attitudes. That's how many attitudes we have. And get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash 60 attitudes and use code 60 attitudes to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. The time has come, okay? It might be the dead of winter, okay? January can be a very downer time because you've just had the holidays. You've had so much stress and maybe you wanted some time off and it didn't actually come. Now, though, is the time to start planning an adventure on a glorious beach filled with glorious pride where you can make the most of it. Plan and you can look for you have something to look forward to. That's what we have to do in the winter. Who is planning a trip to Provincetown this year? Okay. If you've never been before, if it's your first time, if you go over here, it doesn't matter. You deserve to enjoy life. You could take pride in where you travel when you go there. And it's always an adventure there, truly. Provincetown is so welcoming to everyone. It embraces diversity. It's the place where cultural cultural diversity has a place. It's something for everyone there. Glamour, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches, an absolute unique experience where everyone is welcome. Not to mention, it's absolutely gorgeous. It really is. You can see all kinds of comedy shows, go to great dinners, bike, do everything. Plus, it's queer. Okay? It is LGBTQ plus, 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 plus. So go be yourself this summer. Plan something fabulous for yourself. There's fun theme weeks Every week for everyone who's LGBTQ+, like Pride, Girl Splash, Bear Week, Family Week, Carnival, Trans Week, the whole thing. So go to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown, ptowntourism.com. Okay, here we go. Yeah. 
Listen, we got a lot to keep up with these days. Number one, vegan mascaras. Number two, how many carrot cake recipes can we have online? I I just need one, okay? And number three through 10,000, the tomfoolery shenanigans and outright hooliganery going on against abortion rights these days. Let me just talk to you about what's going on in the today. Fire away. Okay, so you might remember I talked about Judge Fudge in the district court in Amarillo who would wipe out access to the abortion pill by revoking the U.S. government approval of Mifepristone, which used like my second favorite combo because my first is the salty chip. That you walk to the gas station to get while you're listening to... Of course. While you're Jeffrey listening to Hinkle. Breakfast Buffet. Yeah. It's uh, Mifepristone and my Mysoprostol. Mif and Miss, if you want to make it I a fun 70s... Judge Fudge. To be Judge honest. Fudge. That's my favorite name. <laughs> um, They work together to end pregnancy up to 11 weeks. So that's in his court. In the meantime, 12 estate attorney generals from blue states sued last week the FDA to basically make mifepristone easier to get, not harder. They basically want to, there are still regulations and I'll go into them again, just to remind everybody uh, to get this access to this pill and I'll tell you why. So the abortion pill now counts for half of terminations in the US. And so they're basically like, here's the argument, okay? In 2016, FDA, y'all said that, uh, uh, mifepristone is safe and effective. It's also used to manage miscarriages and treat Cushing syndrome, which can happen when people are exposed to too much cortisol over time. But for some reason now, even though y'all said it's safe and effective and there's like very few side effects, y'all have put mifepristone under this thing called the risk evaluation and mitigation strategy outlined by the FDA that puts it in the same category with cautionary restrictions as fentanyl. Okay. Okay. What? Which also means be, to dole out Miffy, which is my nickname for oh, Miffy. That's my cute. Yeah. Um, healthcare p- professionals, all types, and I talked about this when I was talking about Judge Fudge. All types of people, doctors, pharmacists, nurse practitioners, must be certified under this program to prescribe and fill prescriptions. So basically, what the FDA is saying is like, yes, this is safe and really effective and like super easy to use. However, we're going to treat it like a fucking um, opioid and make sure that we have all these checks and balances in place in order to allow people to have access to it. And those two things don't make no goddamn sense. Right. So these states are suing because they're like, guys, this is a horseshit classification. It's discrimination for no good reason. So... Let's get rid of this this thing that treats it like an opioid. Let's get rid of the fact that like you have to. It's so shocking. It's classified like, like this. I, yeah, you should be able to just get this shit at the goddamn drugstore. Yeah. Period. Miffy's maker, Gen BioPro, worst name of any pharmaceutical you, I play company. I played tennis with her. Oh, you do with Gen BioPro. Jen? She's wonderful. She's great. I'll tell you, she needs to work on her serve. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. honestly, I think. I don't know. She thinks she's better than she is. You know what I mean? Well, of course. But yeah, she's a great, she's a fun time. She's a fun time. So Jen Biopro, mm-hmm. Brian's tennis partner, right. just sued West Virginia, which is mm. for lovers. So they better be stocking up on this abortion pill. Okay. Honey, they're patient zero for this. 
So they sued them for unnecessary and biased restriction to the drug, which is in violation of federal law, which permits the FDA and only the FDA to regulate drugs, not states who personality depends on which place on the map it sits from another state. Aha. Uh-huh. Like, you're like, oh, I'm like Virginia, but I'm closer to the Pacific. That's who I am. That's how I prance about the world. Right. <laughs> okay. I like that attitude. What's my personality? The I'm Pacific. just to the left of this bitch. Yeah. Yes. All very important lawsuits when I tell you that Attorney General Chris Kobach, not a lady attorney, basically said that he got Walgreens to commit to not fill prescriptions for the abortion pill in in uh, Kansas or mail abortion pills to Kansas. Literally so got a letter proud. from Walgreens committing that they will not be doing that. Wow. I can't also, believe fuck you, Walgreens. That. Yeah. Ew. Also, fuck you, Walgreens, 70,000 times because it's like, listen, the game of chains since the beginning of the 80s has been uh, closed down mom and pop. So if you don't think that you have the actual power to be the only people in the state delving out anything. What's going to happen? Who's going to fill prescriptions there? You right. may, you put everybody else out of business. You have You have control. Yeah. You could do this. Ugh, what are they going to do? Go upsetting. nowhere else? Yeah. That's that's like pure greed is like, and cowardice is like, oh, we're going to come in. We're going to flood the market with our fucking shitty chain. And then we're going to be like, oh, you don't want us to, to give abortion pills to people whose life it could save? Okay. Fuck off. Fuck off, Walgreens. Okay, so... Then, in South Carolina last week, and again, get an identity. Like, there is no Carolina even, so you're just south of nothing. Right. You're right. I mean, you are right. What, what, I, mean, I mean, I live in New Mexico, so, like, I get it. I can say this stuff. It's like, how un- unimaginative to be like, yeah, yeah, we stole this from Mexico, but it's We're New near. Mexico because we have it now. Sure. Yeah. It's just hijinks. Okay, so South Carolina's HB 3549 is an amendment to the South Carolina Prenatal Protection Act of 2023. Ugh. In a state with like a million children living under the poverty line. So give me a fucking break. Anyway, um, which would define a person from the second of fertilization and includes phrases of what like this victim of homicide and victim of assault which means that pregnant people could face the death penalty for abortion that's what they're trying to pull here okay uh, anybody see the outright hypocrisy of sentencing someone to the death penalty because they did some they you know what i mean like you're going to put this person to death and in this, some what cases, is this fucking eye for an eye situation ah uh, Really, also low the lives. sheer low clownery that matters. Get people jobs. Get people higher pay. No. Get people on health care. Like what is? But this? here's the thing: they are standing on these 
on these social issues because they have their fucking platform is weak. They have nothing but hate and they don't do it. They do fuck all else. What do they do? What have Republicans done in the last 30 fucking years that has helped society? Not a goddamn thing. And they fucking know that. So what they do is they create problems. They create this other things. So they seem... Do you know how fucking dumb you have to be to be like, oh, we could do all this other stuff, but we choose to do this thing, which costs the state a ton of money, right. which also um, puts our the people living in our state in fucking jeopardy. Right. They don't have, they don't know what else to do. Anything else. I know. Anything. This bill has no exception for rape, fetal anomaly, and even if the pregnant person might die because of the pregnancy, which could happen. If you are married to John Cassavetes and you move into a strange apartment building, mm. that's actually, that's in New York City. That's actually a portal to the devil's summer home. Rosemary, you want to get rid of that baby. Out. That's you right. Know what I mean? Of course you do. You know what's coming. Guess what else? If the bill passes, I don't know what's good. And I don't think it will, but who cares if it does? Like they're right. thinking this shit anyway. And that's disgusting. It's like, you can't put that fucking jack back in the box. Once I hear you saying this shit, it's like, well, what else are y'all up to? Also, what are you actually up to? That this is the shit that you're shouting about? What kind of fucking shenanigans, uh, fucking stealing? Like, are you guys just like, what are you doing? They, they're they doing something. Not they're solving not just, problems. Exactly. But I That's also think sure they're up doing. to worse stuff. I think that Probably. they're like... I think they're doing low-end crimes and this is the way that they can like smoke and mirrors this shit. Also voting right restrictions. Like how can we concentrate on you rolling back, uh, you know, doing re unfair redistricting when you're literally trying to make abortion illegal? It's hard to, to focus on, on, on the actual things that they're doing that are bad when they're trying to do the stuff that might not go. That's worse. Right. That I know that didn't really make a lot of sense, you know but in my it mind, matter it did. because the sentiments there. <laughs> okay, so under this bill, which if it passes, which I don't think it will, but let's do a theoretical. If it passes, the FDA's rules as it stands right now on MIFI, which is under this whole like opioid regulations. Patients have to sign a form saying they took the medication specifically for ending their pregnancy, which means that these fucking pharmacists have a receipt of an abortion, basically. So you get a state that says this is against the law today. And guess what? We're going to go back in the past and see who else done this. Right. They got a fucking they just go they to the love file of the past. They love Ugh. it. Dwell, but baby, dwell. That's the key to health. Oh, my God. Just be a fucking damaged individual in a position of power. Always live in a place where you're not, you know? Yeah. Listen, there are amazing people out there, and I will say this. Thank there's, you. I, uh, oh, sorry. Um, don't be sorry. Out it was the, a compliment. Out there. Out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. I I do always want to remind myself that there's people doing the right thing out there. Um, South Carolina, as a matter of fact, their Supreme Court in January blocked this abortion ban in the state, saying that it limited the right to privacy and violated the state's con constitution, which states that residents, quote, be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures and unreasonable invasions of privacy that shall not be violated. So the court has four Republicans on it, only has one Democrat, and they said... 
this is unreasonable. This abortion ban is unreasonable. There's no way that someone who's pregnant can figure out in six fucking weeks what to do. Like it's it's cuckoo bananas and we're not pull, pulling for it, which is probably why the legislature, because the legislature was like, hey, why don't you give this a second draft? And the court was like, fuck you. We already told you what we think of this. So that's why I think they're trying to get it popped on this amendment, uh, pop it on as amendment. I don't know what they're doing, but they're trying to get it done by hook or by crook. Mm-hmm. So the state legislature legislature is doing something that is super barbaric, uneducated, downright cruel. But it is really nice to hear that the Supreme Court was like, you're not getting away with it. In conclusion, all these anti-choice, shit-eating, grin-having, bad haircut, sporting, good old boys who are actually bad old boys can actually take a long-ass swim down the Mississippi and never return. And that is an official invitation. No RSVP necessary. <laughs> I got... You will come. Yeah. There will be no no to yep. this RSV, to this Evite. It's not even a paperless post. No, I don't do those anymore. Straight up Evite. I like, I like that there's ads. <laughs> yeah, that does make an invitation better. It really does. Yeah. Thank you so much to number one, our lady attorneys who joined us today for our live episode. Our dreams, we hope you enjoyed it. And our special guests. Jeffrey and Cole, which you Jeffrey can check out Cole. every Tuesday. Breakfast buffet. Get Breakfast into it. Buffet. Also, oh, how do you I say buffet in French? Buffet. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Wait, also, so her name's P Phoebe Buffet. Is her last name spelled Buffet? I think so, right? Isn't it know. Buffet? I don't know. Um the other thing is this. Yeah, Alanis knows. The other thing is this. Uh, please go to patreon.com slash attitudes. And this week, as I said before, and I think you can watch it for free online or if you have Peacock, it's on Peacock. Season 24, episode 11, Troubled Waters. But I think like just Google it and you'll be able to find it. But that's what I'm covering this week. And again, it's full. All I know is that they show shots of Rodeo Drive. They show shots of a Mercedes. And they show uh, shots of a Tory Burch bag. And it's set in Newport and it's Wake City. So I don't know why you wouldn't go. And I'll, every Newport, level Virginia? gets this episode. Huh? Newport, Virginia? No, Newport Beach, honey. <gasps> Orange County. Oh, where Glamour, sorry. Where Glamour goes to die, <laughs> but thinks it's going to live. All right. Um, and we will see you on the Patreon. Again, thank you so much to the lady attorneys. You too could be one of these lucky few who gets a live episode and Q&A with us every month. Go to patreon.com slash attitude, sign up as lady attorney, or you'll get the pay, you'll get the uh, dateline this week, even at the $5 level. So go check it out. 